This is the Kitzer of Sikha Beis of Parshish Chai Sara in Chelek Yud. The Sikha here begins with the Rashi, Venishala Pia, Lavan and uh, Rivka's mother say, we're going to ask Rivka herself regarding the uh, Shidduch. So Pirish Rashi, Mikan She'ema Si'enese Isha Elamidaita. From here we learn that you only marry off a woman if you have her consent. Meaning that Rashi is saying that they're actually asking her about the very Shidduch itself if she agrees or not. So the Rebbe points out, if you look earlier in the Pesukim, so Lavan Besul already said, They made their decision and they weren't relying at all on Rivka. So over here, when the Pesuk says, we're going to ask her, what all of a sudden changed that now they had doubts and they're asking her? Other Mepharshim say that Ashbam says that when it says their initial is Pia, they weren't asking her about the Shidduch itself. They were only asking her about, is she ready to go now, or does she want to wait? So how could Rashi say that they're asking her about whether she wants to marry Yitzchak if they already made the decision before? The Rebbe also points out that we see that only Basul is the one that tried to prevent the Shidduch from happening. And therefore Rashi brings before that Amalek came and killed him. Lovam and Rivka's mother did not. They agreed. Now, all of a sudden, they're opposed. As we can see from what Rashi says, that they're asking Rivka. Not only they're asking Rivka, what was Rivka's response? Eilech ma'atzmi, Rashi says, va'afam einchem reitzen, even if you do not want. In other words, they did not necessarily agree at this point. So what exactly changed from the beginning? Besides that, the Rebbe says, if it's true that daita, you have to have her agreement, how did they make the decision in the beginning and tell Liaza, take her and go, without consulting and asking Rivka herself. Then the Rebbe points out that earlier, after they agreed to the Shidduch, so Eliezer says, no, I want to take her right now. So they tell, uh, they tell Eliezer, She should remain here with us for a year or ten months. So Rashi here says, why, what's this uh, waiting? This is the time that's given 12 months to prepare herself with jewelry for her wedding. So the Rebbe asks, why Bechlal is Rashi telling this to us? It's pretty obvious that time is needed to prepare, and just to pick yourself up and leave immediately would be very unusual. Why does Rashi have to say any pshat here? Besides that, what Rashi is being machadish here is that there's this custom. There's a custom of 12 months that they were requesting should be followed. How does Rashi know this? Why can't we say that there's no custom, there's no set custom, it's just that they estimated, knowing their daughter, her sister, her sister, that this is the amount of time that she needs. And she needs 12 months or maybe 10 months. And the fact that the Pasik says that they were sort of a little bit flexible, they said either 12 months or 10 months, that seems to imply that there is no set amount of time, there's no 12 months, there's no minig. So why is Rashi saying that there's a minig kavua, that they were asking that she should remain for 12 months? And if there is, is a minik, so why did they say 10 months? Why, why were they being flexible about this if the whole basis of their demand was that it's uh, 12 months? So the Rebbe points out that Rashi, that they're asking her about the very marriage itself and not just about the timing, if she's ready to go now or not. Rashi sees that in the simple chat of the Pasik. Because the question they would ask her, the Pasik says, Are you ready to go with him? The Pasuk doesn't say they're asking her about the timing. Do you want to go now? 
So, yeah, something did happen here that now they had doubts and they said, let's ask Vifka herself before they already made the decision without asking her, but something changed in between that now they're asking Vifka. What is this exactly that changed in between? So, if you look at the flow of the Psukim here, of what happened, we can see. In the beginning, the Rivka, uh, the, her, her parents, uh, Lavan, well, not, not to put Rivka aside, but, uh, but uh, Lavan and her mother, they all agreed, they said, Mashem Yotzav Dabar. Shem They saw that it's in Nebuchadnezzar's hands, that all the miracles that happened, and everything that took place. So they said, listen, we can't refuse. So either way, our opinion doesn't matter. So Rivka's opinion doesn't matter either. This is an exception. Usually, so we would have to ask the girl if she's interested, but anyways, her opinion doesn't matter. So therefore, they agreed right away. They had no doubts about it. Mashem But then what happens, now the question becomes, can we follow the process of her staying here and preparing before she goes? And they requested this from Eliezer, and Eliezer says, no, I want to go immediately. I want to go right away without stopping me. Now they felt that something is unreasonable here. Something here, Eliezer is making a demand to leave immediately when he has nothing to show that that has to be done. If there's a custom, if there's a set custom that everybody follows, that you wait for 12 months, why is he making this unreasonable demand? So now they made this new demand, and he didn't, never mentioned this as a condition before. And they didn't see any sign from the Abishter that this new demand is something that the Abishter wants should happen. Now, all of a sudden, they had doubts about the whole thing. They were thinking to themselves, who says these miracles ever happened? They were persuaded by his words, but not they were rethinking the whole thing. The Shtar Matana that he showed them, they were thinking, who says this is a real Shtar Matana? So now that they had doubts, they have to treat it like a regular Shidduch. And in a regular shidduch, you have to go ask the girl if she's interested or not. That's why they said, let's go and ask her and see if she wants or not. Because, So this is the reason why Rashi says that there was a custom to wait 12 months. Because this was the whole basis of their taina against Eliezer, that he's making a very unusual demand, a new demand that he didn't mention before. Now why does Rashi, if so, that this was actually a custom, so why does uh, the Pasuk say that they were sort of flexible? They said either 12 months or 10 months. Reason is because the necessity of this time, 12 months, is to prepare the jewelry needed. And over here, Eliezer gave Rivka gifts of jewelry of gold and silver, and therefore they said, maybe this gold and silver would be enough that we don't have to wait 12 months, we can wait only 10 months, because she already has some gold and silver already. That's, what, that's the only reason why they were flexible. But they, they had a change of mind because there was a certain demand there that they felt like, not Dafka, this is coming from the Eibishta. However, Eliezer was persist- persistent in, in his demand. Eliezer says, Shalchuni, because Eliezer says, Listen, it's Avayet Sliach Darki. Look, you can see the Atzlach and everything that happened. And therefore, this is the truth, and this is a true Shtar Matana. And the Rebbe points out in this Shtar Matana, everything Abraham owns, including all the jewelry of Sarah, is also going to be given to her as a gift. So don't worry about the time to prepare jewelry. She has more than enough, and she can come with me right now. Here the Rebbe points out that Rashi says Isha, that let's ask the Isha, the woman. In the Medrash it says, let's ask a Yusayma. In fact, Rivka here was a Katana, she was three years old. So why does Rashi refer to her as a Isha? So the Rebbe says, from this Rashi we see that Rivka was very mature at that age already. We find later in Parshish Teilus by Yaakov and Esau, that you see from the Lashon Rashi there, that they were also mature before the age of 13, which is the regular age of maturity, Rashi there points out that people weren't paying attention to their actions before they were at that age, and therefore people didn't notice the difference between them. 
But if people would pay attention, people would see they would be metaktik b'maseyah. People would see the difference between Yaakov and Esav even before they were thirteen, because they were mature at a younger age. And the same thing over here with Eli- with Eliezer and Rivka. Eliezer, when he came to Charon, he said, "I'm going to see if there's a girl that will be kind and will give me to drink." And Rivka did so. So he was paying attention to her actions and using that to judge her character, even though she was so young. The reason is because she was mature at that age. That's why Rashi calls her an Isha, because the maturity is not dependent on the age, 12, by a woman, but at the maturity individually that she was mature at that age. So the Rebbe says, this is something that we can see from this Rashi, his opinion in Halacha Benigea to the concept of maturity of Ben Shleshesre Lemitzvis, what's the source of this? One opinion is that the source of this is because the Torah calls a Ben Yidgimel Ish by Shimon and Levi, by Yikhu Shnei Ben Yaakov Shimon Levi Ish Charbay. So therefore, the Torah is letting us know that maturity comes at age thirteen or twelve by a woman, and that's universal. And there's no exceptions to that. This is what the Torah is telling us. That's the nature of a human being. So according to this, this would be equal by by all people and even Bnei Noach as well. The Torah is telling us this is the nature of a person. But then there's another pshat. That the source is that it's a sheer Allah Sinai. Just like many other shiurim you find in Taita, the age 13 or 12 is a sheer Allah Sinai, and therefore that applies only to Yidin. It doesn't apply to Bnei Noyach. By Bnei Noyach, their maturity that they'll be obligated to fulfill their mitzvahs is going to depend on their nature. If this sheer Allah Sinai doesn't apply, so that it's based on every individual. So Rashi here that says regarding Rivka, now, so the Rebbe points out that Rashi's opinion is that the Ovis, had the status of a Ben Noyach. So Rashi here is following the opinion that the set age of 13 or 12 is only regarding Yidin. But when it comes to the Bnei Noyach, so then the age is according to the nature. And therefore Rashi can say, referring to Rivka at such a young age as a Isha, because Rashi holds, even al Halacha, that the source of the age 12 or 13 is only Allah Lamesh Misina. So it doesn't apply to the others which have the status of Bnei Noyach.